<clears throat> Hello and welcome back to Reactions to Oppression. Uh, today is our final episode, and we are going to be talking about oppression. So we don't have a lot of time. Without further ado, let's just get into it. Uh, our first question we're going to be going over today is: What group slash people slash person were the ones responsible for perpetuating the oppression? What allowed this them to do this? Uh, let's start with Animal Farm. Uh, so, anybody want to go first? Okay, Caden Cooper. I said Napoleon and the pigs were able to perpetuate oppression by eliminating the animals' ability to participate in government. So, like when they shut down all the the Sunday meetings, they made like the animals. weren't able like vote they made so that the animals couldn't hear each other's opinions and they made it, like so that their only source of like information about what's happening around the farm is from the pigs which kind of allowed the pigs to just like do whatever they wanted mhm yeah definitely okay uh, does anybody want to give an example from their outside reading book okay. Sure, I could. So, in our book, the United States government was the was responsible for the oppression because they were um, they were just keeping the Japanese people out of their homes and where they were living, and yeah, they were the ones who were basically using their their power as the government to um, to like get rid of the Japanese people or put them in the concentration. Mhm. Yeah, for my outside reading book, for our outside reading book just Mercy, I said I think the person responsible or like the group responsible is like the entire legal system uh just to everybody like in pretty much all the examples in the book uh all of the different stories that Stevenson tells are about him helping people who were kind of screwed over by the legal system, like people who didn't commit the crime or like people who maybe people of color who only got put into jail because of bias or mentally ill people who kind of uh didn't really uh didn't really deserve to be punished a ton for the smaller crime that they did. Uh Alex, you want to give an example from Animal Farmer the outside reading book? Yeah. for uh, the outside reading book i also said that the people from the towns that get put pressure under the court system were also blamed because they uh they rushed the court system and made the court very desperate to have a scapegoat for the crime especially in the case of Walter um the villain so that is the whole reason that went on death row because they were desperate to get someone to blame for the crime which he did not mm-hmm. Yeah, good answers all around. Good answers all around. So let's let's move on to the next question. Question number 2. Who suffered under this oppression? How and why? Uh I guess this time I'll go first uh and I'll give an example from Animal Farm. I said the animals uh were the ones who really suffered under the oppression of Napoleon. They were just so uneducated that they let Napoleon just push them around and let him do whatever he wants uh and i mean even at the end he told them that they were less 
equal than him, quote unquote. And they still just didn't really care because he had enough control over them. Yeah, sure, Alex, you can go next. This is for number two, right? Yes. Okay, so Pyro and Just Mercy, the people that suffered under the oppression were the ones that were in the court systems, um, like Walter and all the other people with mental illness that were put in courts for crimes when they were young and such like that. And they were put in this position because they did the crime, but sometimes they don't deserve to be killed because they have mental problems. They were very young when they did a crime, they were abused, and they were really vulnerable to getting put into these positions. So that's how they got there. And why like why they are there is because the justice system is a little bit flawed. And um, in this, it's like, again, in the case of Walter, he was there because the court was desperate. Mm-hmm. Um, who wants yeah. to talk next? Uh, I'll go for my outsidering book. So, and we are not equal. The Japanese Americans suffered under this oppression because they were removed from their homes and like, and being forced into internment camps. They had like sell all their belongings. So they had to sell basically everything in their entire lives for just a few hundred dollars. It's like they lose everything in their lives just without good reason. It's like there's no reason to assume that they are going to betray America. They never actually do anything, but then they have to have their entire lives ruined because of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was Kane Cooper, by the way. Uh, and then Kane McGuire, you want to go? For another uh, animal yeah, farm example? So, um, for another, another example from our outside reading book is when the Japanese people were, um, like a lot of the people who were experiencing the oppression or were being oppressed felt that they couldn't, like they had almost had, had to allow it to happen because a lot of them, especially the first generation immigrants, were not US citizens. And so they thought that the U.S. government could do whatever they wanted with them. So they were also scared of that, and they don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Yeah, okay. Let's move on to uh, question three, which is who do you think fought the oppression, and how or why? Uh, How about King Cooper, you go first. Uh, so, it was like, the, the Japanese-Americans who like fought for America in World War II kind of fought oppression in a more passive way, because they were basically just proving that they were as American as anybody else. Like, they fought for a country that oppressed them, so they're like truly dedicated to being American, and even though like they're being treated like enemies, and that really meant a lot. Yeah, okay. How about Alex Anderson? You go next. So for my outside reading book, I said that Ryan was easily the person who fought oppression the most because he did it for his own personal reasons, which were he was exposed to extreme poverty and discrimination against his people. 
and he had a personal event where his grandfather was murdered and the killers were placed on death row. But he learned to forgive them because they were children, very poor children. And ever since then, he kind of knew that people were putting these situations on death row that they should not be in. So then he went out of his way to practice law school and he fell in love with saving people from death row. And he is very good at his job. Uh, he gets bomb threats and goes in very uncomfortable situations to help his clients. And he successfully helps a lot of them. That he's the main reason Okay. Uh, Caden McGuire, how about you go and then maybe uh, can we get an example from Animal Farm since the last two have been outside reading books? Yeah, I can do an example from Animal Farm. So I guess there was two examples. The first one being in the beginning, Snowball was the one who was able to make sure that the pigs would not be able to oppress the other animals. So I guess like making sure the oppression never happened but then when he was gone it was um it was uh muriel i forget what animal, what type of animal she was but like because i said she was a person uh, an animal who was fighting oppression because she kept reading the commandments even though the pigs i'm pretty sure kept saying that they shouldn't or like only the pigs would read them and she kept noticing that there were um that there were changes to it and then also um uh old benjamin because he would he, he would he took a very passive approach but he kept saying he kept like he would take note of all the situations where uh like the sign or like the commandments would change or like in the incident when squealer fell off the ladder he was nodding because he understood what was going on mm -hmm. okay uh, I guess I'll go now, and I'll just say, uh, I'll do an example from Animal Farm, where I said, uh, just like you, Snowball uh, was, in my opinion, the main combatant oppression of oppression, because he's the only educated animal in the book who will actively, like, debate and oppose Napoleon and his beliefs, and unlike him, he actually does care a lot about the other animals in their society. He really wants to like, um, he really wants to uphold the society that old major kind of uh, told them about. Uh, and he's the only one who will actually try to do it. All the other animals are just a lot more passive about it. Okay, let's go to the final question now. Uh, what is necessary to avoid oppression in this society? I think the only person we haven't started with is Caden McGuire, so why don't you go first? Okay, so for my example, I used an example from the author's note, because in the author's note, the author talks about, um, she talks about like the terminology that is used around the, like when describing the camps, and she says how, um, how like originally there was, um, like they were known as, like internment camps or like an evacuation and like the camps are known as an assembly center but then she offered alternative names that are more descriptive of what happened and some of them that she suggested um were uh, uh 
Er, no mind, sorry. Er, uh, sorry. Anyway, um, no, I can't find that. But anyway, so she suggested these. The main point is she suggested these alternate terms, and also, so I guess building on that, the point is that like correct information or knowing what happened or like hearing from more than one source is a good way to fight oppression because the people in the U.S. were only hearing from the government because as they said in the book that other mail letters were censored and there was actually this one case where this person wrote about including gum in their pat in their mail but then the gum didn't show up when the other person received the letter and that was just like another way that they proved that the mail was being censored so getting it from more than one source is another way to like alleviate oppression because you can hear what the other side is saying and you can like make decisions Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, how about Caden Cooper, you go next. Uh, so I have an example from Animal Farm. So I think like um, a really important thing to avoid oppression is like a proper education and like the ability to like, and like teach people to think freely and like really analyze things. Because like a lot of the animals can read and it's like they couldn't notice when they were the pigs were rewriting the commandments and they just assumed that like they didn't trust their own memories you know and it's like if you're have like if your population's like properly educated and is able like trust themselves and like you're able to avoid oppression just because you're going to have people realizing wait this is wrong I'm being lied to it's like the pigs were able to abuse how the animals could not read and they didn't like trust themselves it's like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay I'll go next and then Alex you go uh, I stood an example from animal farm and I got the same thing as you I said uh, I said that uh, I think the most important thing to society to avoid oppression is to educate the people living it in it because people who are uneducated are like the most susceptible to being manipulated. Uh, and you see it a lot in the book where the pigs will throw around like the idea of Jones coming back whenever the other animals will criticize them because one of the easiest ways to oppress people who are uneducated is just scare them. Uh, And it's, if you were educated, you would very clearly see that Jones is probably not coming back, but the animals are uneducated, so they've just learned to listen to what the pigs say and not question it at all. Uh, Okay, now Alex, why don't you go? So I, Focus on just mercy, and because it's about support, I focus on that type of avoiding oppression. So I said that everybody deserves a lawyer, a right to free trial, a right to a jury, a non-biased jury especially, and uh, the unfair punishments, especially for children, should be abolished, like the death penalty and life in prison for crimes done by 16-year-olds, 14-year-old children that don't know, they do know better, but they, their minds are not like, fully developed yet, 
may not be put in, especially adult prisons with adults that will abuse them for their whole life or crime that they did when they were so young. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, that was Reactions to Oppression. Uh, Thanks for listening to this episode. Goodbye.